ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय So first thing before every lecture we have to offer our obeisances to Hari Guru and Vaishnavas and then ask everyone to turn off their cell phone. Now these little children don't have phones yet. They're not full human beings yet. I just saw in the uh, not exactly the Shastra in Google News that most kids today in the west before they get out of bed they start playing with the ipod or whatever their smartphone or whatever they have first thing in the morning so we want to change that so the first thing when they wake up they say hare krishna do you think it's possible madhavananda we can do that have everyone in the world wake up and say hare krishna possible how is it possible Mukam karoti vachalam pangam langhayate girim yakripa param paramananda madhavam That's the original verse actually by Shankaracharya and then it's been revised to Shri Guru Shri Guru Dinataranam and then Shri Chaitanya Maheshwar is also Krishna's calling but at least in this Kali Yuga it was introduced by Shankaracharya so the impossible becomes possible <laughs> by the mercy of guru goranga and nada not working we won't invoke the mercy of guru mahaprabhu and nada for such a trivial thing as this yes we'll save it for more important things okay today i'm going to talk about the story of the starfish You all know what a nakshatra mina is? Starfish. Do you get them on the beach in Chennai? No. You know this looks like this. Do you get on the do you get here? I never saw in India. They saw it in the you know what a starfish is? Kazan's a long way from the beach. It's about 2000 more than 2000 kilometers from the sea. Kazan 6000. Now that's to where Petersburg. If you go directly north, but then it's all frozen anyway. Anyway. This the Arctic Ocean if you go north. That's maybe 4000 kilometers. The river Kama goes through. Where he's from there's the river Kama. It's a long river that flows I think it's longer than the Ganga maybe. No? It's a long road. It's supposed to be 3000 kilometers something like that. No, that no. Jesus. So, a starfish is is well I guess it's called a fish. It is, doesn't look like a fish. It looks like a star, star shaped. Actually a real star is not shaped like that. A star is round isn't it but we see it as a twinkle twinkle little star how i wonder what you are see they all know this from the 
modern education. So that term, that term nakshatramina, that's Sanskrit words, but it's a modern word because they they wouldn't call it that. It's taken from English because they wouldn't call it because nakshatra is not shaped like that. Interesting. In the aquarium. No, no, jellyfish is something else. That's something horrible. That, that stings you. You jump in the sea and it's, it attacks you and stings you. You get it. Jellyfish. Anyway, the story is like this. Um, one day a man was walking on the beach early in the morning and he saw the whole beach is covered with starfish. That means they've all been washed up by the sea and then the tide has gone out. So thousands and thousands of starfish. They're all going to die because they're washed up. And the beach stretched for miles. It's very long, like they say. And then the man saw there's one woman ahead, on the, ahead of him on the beach, further up the beach, and further down the beach, whichever way you want to say it. And bending down, picking up one starfish and throwing in the ocean. Then bowing, bending down again, picking up one starfish and throwing in the ocean. So he, he went up to her and said, why are you wasting your time? There are thousands and thousands of starfish. What difference will it make if you just throw one or two back and save them? So she bent down and picked up another starfish and threw it in the ocean. And then she said, it made a difference to that one. Then she bent down and picked up another one and threw it in the ocean. And then the man, he also started doing it. Gradually more people came down to the beach. Just like in Chennai on the beach in the morning, you'll see so many people, they go for walking and exercising, hoping there's not a tsunami. Because that, that tsunami came at that time, right? There were so many people on the beach. and they, Yeah, yeah. So more people were on the beach at that time. So... Uh, and eventually, uh, so many people came, they all started throwing starfish in the sea, and they were all saved! Joy ho! Yeah, I guess you say something different in, in Tamil. You say Jai Lila, something like that. So, this is a nice little sentimental story that materialistic people start dropping tears from if they hear it. Can be applied to Krishna consciousness also. Uh, but generally when people think, that, oh, how wonderful, let's all join together and make the world a wonderful place. There are calls to peace, international peace conferences, yagyas for world peace. John Lennon had this uh, yeah, love in as a protest against war. He lay in bed with his wife for a week or something. Called a love in. I don't, I don't, I don't translate and turn on, but that's what he called it. With the idea that make love, not war. That was the hippie slogan. And uh, John Lennon's maybe his most famous song, "Give Peace a Chance," or maybe ima- or imagine, imagine a, that's another. Imagine a world in which everyone's happy. There's no fighting, no religions. As he also said. Mother Teresa, great work she did. See, even the crows agree. They're all chanting the glories of Mother Teresa.
helping all the poor people. Still there are so many poor people. So there's this idea that why don't we all get together and make the world a better place? Rodney King, about know, 15 years ago, he was beaten up by the police. He is a black man who was beaten up by white policemen in Los Angeles. And someone videoed it. So it went all over the place. And it became, everyone got to see it. And there were riots, especially in like Black people started burning, looting. And other parts of America also, there were riots. And Rodney King came on TV and said, Can't we all get along together? So these are all pious, good hopes. We will make the world a better place. But actually this world is meant for suffering. It is a prison for the sinful people. It is called Dukhalayam, place of misery. So just like in the prison, we can say, let's make the prison a better place. I'm fed up of staring at these white walls. Let's... Where are we going to get the yellow paint from? But somehow or other, if we could get some yellow paint, we could paint the walls yellow. Then we wouldn't have to stare at the white walls all the time. However nice we make this world, there is birth, death, old age and disease. There's this uh, the idea, you throw the starfish back and they will live happily ever after. But uh, what's the guarantee? Next time the tide comes in, they won't all be washed up again. Maybe that's the uh, plan of nature too. There's an overpopulation of starfish. So nature, when we say people talk about nature, nature's design, that is Krishna. Vishtabhaham jagat krishnam. Krishna says, I, I enter and pervade this whole universe as, as the Shira uh, Dakshai Vishnu. So he is maintaining everything, designing everything. People say nature is so wonderful. That is Krishna. So nature is set up in such a way that there must be suffering. You cannot avoid it. Here we see all the nice young children. So they all look, you all look very nice. But sorry to say, you will all have to suffer throughout your life because that is the nature of this world. The body will have to get old. You have to suffer death and rebirth. So you may say, well, why say all these things to young children? Why not tell them some nice stories? Goldilocks, Cinderella, and all this kind of thing. They all, they all, and it all ends with they all lived happily ever after. But it's a bluff. No one lives happily ever after. The starfish don't live happily ever after, and nor will the people who threw the starfish back, and nor will anyone else. Even if you think you're happy, you can't remain. There is a place where we can go, where we can live happily forever. That is Krishna's abode. That is the real welfare work, helping people, telling them about Krishna. Otherwise we can't expect happiness in this world, especially in the modern age. The whole world is getting so bad. We hear about child abuse. Practically even to have a child is child abuse. Such a bad world they have to be born into. Practically guaranteed they're going to be disappointed, cheated, physically or mentally mistreated. So the idea that we will just be nice to each other and everything will be alright is a, it's actually a great 
delusion. It's another form of cheating. We should teach people that beyond this world in which everything is born and dies again and again, there is the world of Krishna where everything is eternal. And that is the proper use of our life, to live in such a way that we don't die again. Don't get born again. We're thinking how to make my life successful. I can have big job, earning lots of money, big bungalow, I'll be famous, the world's greatest cricket player, all useless. Someone who leaves this world, he is successful. We all have to leave this world. We cannot remain. But one who leaves never to come back, that person has made their life successful. So don't come back. Throughout life we have to experience suffering. Most people, they're thinking, how can I get out of this suffering? Let me uh, go to the church or the temple or mosque and pray to God, please relieve me from suffering. Please make my life nice so that I can be happy. But those who learn that suffering is the nature of this world, they take suffering as Krishna's mercy. Just to teach me, I'm not meant to be here. I'm suffering. Why am I suffering? That is because I have caused suffering to others. So we should not cause suffering to others. See, these rascals, they'll have a peace conference. And then in the lunchtime, they'll be eating all crabs and lobsters and cows and pigs. And Now in America, again, it's how many times? It's maybe the tenth or the twelfth time that... Someone picked up a gun and shot a bunch of school children there. It's becoming like a normal thing. And President Obama is crying in distress. Of course, he didn't cry in distress at all the people he killed in Afghanistan, Pakistan and other places. But they're daily killing millions of cows, chickens, fish. And they're talking about peace and living happily. Now the Christians want to celebrate Christmas, just coming up. The birthday of Jesus, Prince of Peace. Although they don't really know when he was born. And the Hindus, they also celebrate it, because why not? Many festivals, Maharam, they can also celebrate it. So if there's some fun and you can get some blessings from someone, why not? <laughs> so Christmas is a very good day for the Christians. But it's a very bad day for the chickens. Of course, the chickens, they don't have a good day any day. Because they're tortured from the beginning of their life, and then they're just killed. Their whole society, they're causing so much suffering. They think, well, just a chicken, that's all. Who cares? Well, chicken cares. Chicken also feels pain. That is sinful to cause suffering. Because we cause suffering, then the whole world situation is full of suffering. So it is absolutely hypocritical to talk about making the world a better place, peaceful place, and killing so many animals. So please try to understand this and live your life according to it. You may think, well, it's too young to teach the children all this, they're innocent. But I don't know if in India if they started, but when I was a kid they started teaching what they call sex education from the age of 
eight or ten. The idea you have to teach them early, otherwise they'll be victimized before they have a chance to know. So it's not that material nature gives children any respite. Doesn't let them off. The uh, suffering is there for everyone. So you should learn from the beginning of life what is the meaning of life, the purpose of life. Kaumara Acharet, you know this verse very well. You can say. Can you all say? The children can say. Kaumara. Sadapya Dhruvam Arthadam. Sadapya Dhruvam. So this is, isn't it? If you split up the words, then you'll say tat api adruvam. But if you put it all together, then it's tat becomes tad, tadapi adruvam becomes pronounced in a flow. So all the words in this verse are very, very important. First of all, Kaumara means the, from the very first stage of life. Acharet, how, how one should act. Pragya means one who is not only learned but realized. Now, at the very early age, we don't think that anyone will be either learned or realized. But Prahlad says, well, it should be. And those who are teaching them, at least they should be. Then dharma, there should be, you should think of dharma. You think when we're young we can think of playing. That's what Prahlad's friends said to him. But no, we have to consider dharma. It is by dharma that we have been born in our present situation. Because of what we have done, what we desired, we are now in this situation. So the dharma and dharma bhagavata, the, the uh, dharma that is in relation to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So you may think, well, that's Bhagavan, he's there, we're here, so why do we have to bother about him? Dharman Bhagavatam Iha. Iha means here, in this world. Here, now, from the very beginning of life, we should practice Bhagavad Dharma, Krishna consciousness. Because Durana Bhangma Anusham Janma, it's straightforward, you can all understand what it means. Yeah. Human birth is very real. And uh, even though tadapi, even though that, tadapi means even though that, uh, even though it is adruvam, which can be, it means unsure, means you don't know, and it's not guaranteed. You may think, how long will these children live? Will they live to be 70, 80? There's no guarantee they'll be there, or you or I will be here for even 70 or 80 seconds. The only thing that is dhruvam in this adruva world, the only thing that is fixed in this unstable world is Bhagavad Gita, who can say? Jatasya hi. Ah, only thing that is sure is death. Dhruvam Janam Ritasyacha. And then again, again rebirth. Tadapya Dhruvam Arthadam. But still, we may think, well, ah, I'm going to die. But before we die, we can get something very valuable. Something we cannot get in the body of a starfish. That is to be pragya, to be wise, to understand what is 
purpose of me. To cultivate Bhagavad Dharma, Krishna consciousness. So this is the proper way to help others by giving them knowledge of Krishna consciousness. So here uh, Mahamani Krishna Prabhu is there. I tend to see him. He's in the last stage of this life. We are not lamenting because we know that everyone goes through this. So uh, I've known him for more than 20 years. We used to have good verbal fights with each other and Amma would sit in the corner, she'd be in the kitchen cooking and then we'd all take prasad into the room. So he lived a very good life, very honest and moral and principled person. I think he never committed any sinful act in his life. Uh, he's a very good husband and father. I'm sure he's a very good son to his parents also. And he's been a good father to generations of children here also. But that is not what is best about him. That he uh, gave Krishna consciousness to so many. That is the greatest glory of his life. So, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Nahi kalyana There's nothing to lament because definitely he's going to a better place. So everyone should try to do like this. Within the practice Krishna consciousness and to the best of their capacity try to give Krishna consciousness to others. I see there are mostly ladies here and young girls. Last time I came here there were so many young girls like this. I think they're all young mothers now probably. So uh, girls naturally become mothers. So now you're learning here about Krishna consciousness. So teach your children, tell them about Krishna, teach them Bhagavad Gita shlokas, teach them to chant Hare Krishna. And then from one, uh, from one person, so much good can come in the world. It's like Mahamani Krishna Prabhu has taught so many children, and in Dubai also so many elder people about Krishna consciousness. So you teach others also, and they will teach others. And then many, many people can chant Hare Krishna. So please try to do good for others in the, really the only way possible, which is by giving them knowledge of Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare. Any questions, please? It's in the and our 98 cows. Uh-huh. Because of? You call them the house. Yeah, yeah, that was when he when you were coming back from Dubai. I said, why don't you do some farm project? I just say I haven't been I should go there actually, but there's just some political problem for me to go to to go further south than uh, what's that place for south of Salem? Then it's south of, it begins with K, small town. Just south of Salem. In between, just south of Salem. Some small town. Anyway, I, if I go, if I go south in Tamil Nadu, it becomes a political issue. So, what's it? Karu. Haru, you pronounce it. 
Oh, no, just south of Salem. On the top. Karamandura, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can go there. No bombs will drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nanda Kumar told me. Yeah. All right. So, Hare Krishna.